Hi, this is Rabbi Ari Spiegler with the Beach Aquila Sharon Mitfila podcast. We continue today in our discussion of Amida. Amida is the twelfth language form or expression of Tfila. Amida, which translates as standing, uh, certainly is one of the details of our Tfila. That there are certain points where we need to stand, but we said that it itself can serve as a form of Tfila because what we're doing is we're as if shedding our physical presence. We are as if having an out of body experience. We're ripping down the physical barrier, the mechitza, that is our goof, our bodies, so that our souls can cling to Hashem. And we've noted the connection between Amidah and Nebuah, standing and prophecy. And currently in Odbet, the second part of our conversation on the Tefillah of Amidah, we've talked about how Avudah, uh, service in the Beit HaMidash, also requires Amidah, also requires standing. And yesterday we talked about the importance of recognizing that when it comes to the Avudah and the Beit HaMidash, not only do we care about the mitzvah object, but we care about the person performing the mitzvah as well, which is unique. Most cases of mitzvah performance, we don't care about the person performing the object, we just look at the actual object itself. Here, when it comes to Avudah, we look at the person as well. Says Rapinkas Filachin, and therefore, Avudah HaMidash, when it came to service in the Beit HaMidash, Hayu Marbim Bihidurim Vit we were especially careful when it came to uh, purification and sanctification. We went above and beyond. And we were extra special careful when it came to the purity of our bodies, the, the bodies of the Kohanim. Until they said a general principle. This is from a Mishnah Masach Yoma in Paragimel Mishnah Bet. Um, there was a general principle in the Beit Mizash called Mesach et Raglav Ta'un Tefillah. Person who defecated, they had to go into the mikvah. Anyone who urinated, Ta'un Kiddusha Adam Raglayim. They had to uh, wash their hands and their feet. And again, we're not talking about the, uh, you know, for cleanliness purposes, that obviously they did as well, but they would do so for sanctification purposes, right? Ritual purposes. Dekemoha Minorot wrote that just like when it came to the uh, the beautiful menorahs that were constructed, the pure menorahs, Shevi Shlomo, that when Shlomo Melech was constructing the Beit HaMidash, he, he created these beautiful menorahs, these beautiful candelabras, right? Elef Kikar, they were made out of uh, a significant amount of gold. He would place them a thousand times through the crucible. That he, he made sure to remove and remove any of the impurities inside the gold to make sure it was absolutely pure gold, 100%. The same was true of the Kohanim. The Kohanim would make sure, just like Shlomo Melech went above and beyond it, and he's, he made sure that all of the impurities were removed from the metal, much more so than a person would typically do. So too, the Kohanim made sure that they sanctified themselves, that they purified themselves to uh, you know at the utmost extent. Why? Because they too, to some extent, were like objects of mitzvah in the Beit HaMikdash. Because like we said, when it comes to Yavadah, when it comes to serving the Beit HaMikdash, we care about the person as well. Kidichtiv, as the Pasuk in Malachi tells us, this is in Paragimel, Mishnah Gimel, Vitihar et Levi, Vizikakotam, Kazahav Vichakesef, and he shall purify the descendants of Levi and refine them like gold and silver, Vihayul Hashem Magishem Minchabitzaka, so that they shall present offerings in righteousness. Right? That is what, how the uh, Kohanim treated themselves, that they were as if going to be refined like gold and silver, because they too, to some extent, were like the Klayamitash, like the utensils of the 
person has to realize that while they are davening, and again, we said, we're comparing here our tefillot to avodah and the Beit HaMikdash, to serving the Beit HaMikdash. So, you know, certainly there's some characteristics that are we can transfer over and that we can assume are being shared. Aside from the fact that a person needs to fulfill their obligation to daven, we ourselves are also part and parcel of the mitzvah of tefillah. And we are part of what will allow for a pleasant aroma to go up before Hashem, that he should be appeased, and that he should wear it as a, uh, a crown, which we talked about in the name of the Zohar a while ago. A person who's really contemplating this idea that we are part of the mitzvah when it comes to tefillah. Certainly, we will be absolutely impassioned by this. We'll be so excited and our hearts will be so ecstatic uh, to engage in our tefillah. It's not just a mitzvah where I have to say a bunch of words. No, I am part of the mitzvah itself, and therefore I'm going to have to present my body in a certain way, or as the mitzvah or the tefillah of Amidah is telling us, is to try to shed our bodies to some extent as well.